Hello, and welcome back to INTL 120, Intro to International Studies. I'm your host, Gracelyn, and today we will be talking about disputed territories. So, what exactly is a disputed territory? Well, a disputed territory is essentially anywhere where two or more groups believe that they have a claim to an area of land, which ultimately causes disputes between these groups, hence the name disputed territory. These disputes may be things such as military conflicts, or they could include international friction between the states that believe they have a claim to the area. The multiple claims over an area may be due to a variety of reasons, such as disputes over natural resources, religious sites, or due to one or both states trying to expand their territory. Disputes could also be caused by historical disagreements, especially if either or even both sides claim the area as their homeland. These disputes can be settled in a few different ways, which can be peaceful, such as through arbitration and education, through international courts, or they can be settled in a more violent manner through militarized action. So, now that we've established what a disputed territory is, are there any real-life examples of disputed territories that we can look into? Well, the answer is yes, there are plenty of examples of disputed territories, such as the border dispute between India and China, or a dispute between China and the United States over the South China Sea. While these are both amazing examples of disputed territories, we will be focusing specifically on the Israel-Palestine dispute, which is one of the most well-known and often talked about disputes. So, you may be wondering what caused this dispute, and I will explain with the help of the Council on Foreign Relations website, which explains this whole conflict in depth from the beginning to the current status of the dispute. So, the dispute between Israel and Palestine first started in 1947, after the United Nations adopted what was called Resolution 181, also known as the Partition Plan. This plan aimed to separate what was known as the British Mandate of Palestine into Arab and Jewish states. In 1948, the State of Israel was created, which ultimately sparked the First Arab-Israeli War. This war lasted until 1949 and ended with Israel winning. 750,000 Palestinians were displaced as a result of the war, and the territory was split into three parts, those being the State of Israel, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip. The Arab-Israeli War would be the first of many conflicts, mostly between Israel and Egypt, in which Israel gained control of the Gaza Strip, the West Bank, the Sinai Peninsula, and East Jerusalem. After 30 years of conflict, a resolution was eventually found when representatives from Egypt and Israel signed a peace treaty called the Camp David Accords. While this treaty may have improved Israel's relations with neighboring states, it did not answer the questions regarding Palestinian self-governance. In 1987, hundreds of thousands of Palestinians living in the West Bank and Gaza Strip rose up against the Israeli government in what is now known as the First Intifada. The conflict lasted until 1993, when Oslo I Accords mediated the conflict by setting up a framework for the Palestinians to govern themselves in the West Bank and Gaza. The Accords also enabled mutual recognition between the newly established Palestinian Authority and Israel's government. Oslo II Accords even expanded on this first agreement in 1995 by adding provisions that mandated the complete withdrawal of Israel from six cities and 450 towns in the West Bank. In the year 2000, Palestinians launched the Second Intifada, sparked in part by their grievances over Israel's control over the West Bank, a stagnating peace process, and former Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon's visit to the Al-Aqsa Mosque, which is known as the third holiest site in Islam. 
In response to the Intifada, the Israeli government approved construction of a barrier wall around the West Bank in 2002, despite there being clear opposition from the International Court of Justice and the International Criminal Court. The second Intifada lasted until 2005. In 2013, the United States tried to revive the peace process between the Israeli government and Palestinian authorities in the West Bank. However, this only sparked more conflict that left thousands of people injured and even killed. This conflict is ongoing, and interference from the United States has done little to help. The Trump administration even set achieving an Israeli-Palestinian deal as a foreign policy priority, but this only ended in the relocation of the United States Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, which was applauded by Israeli leaders but condemned by the Palestinian authorities. In January of 2020, the Trump administration released what is now known as the Peace to Prosperity Plan which was rejected by Palestinian authorities due to its support of the annexation of thousands of Palestinians in settlements all across the West Bank, among other reasons. In October of 2020, an Israeli court ruled that several Palestinian families living in Sheikh Jarrah, a neighborhood in East Jerusalem, were to be evicted by May of 2021, with their land being handed over to Jewish families. In February of 2021, several Palestinian families from Sheikh Jarrah who were to be evicted filed an appeal to the court ruling, prompting protests regarding the appeal hearings, the ongoing legal battle surrounding property ownership, and ultimately demanding an end to the forcible displacement of Palestinians from their homes in Jerusalem. However, these protests did not end peacefully, as fighting broke out during the month of Ramadan in the compounds of the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Eventually, a ceasefire was brokered by Egypt, and by the end of the conflict, thousands of Palestinians were injured, and even a few hundred were killed. There is still no resolution in sight, and there are even concerns of a third intifada coming. For now, that is the current state of this conflict. For more information, I highly suggest that you check out the Global Conflict Tracker on the Council of Foreign Relations website. I'm your host, Gracelyn, and this was INTL120, Intro to International Studies. Be sure to come back next week for a new episode. Thank you, and good night.